Hi, this is Tam Lawrence, and I'm here on Exposure Magazine Podcast. So excited to be here. Thank you so much to Exposure Magazine and their amazing staff and family. Uh, you can visit the website at www.exposure-magazine.com. Exposure Magazine has been around for seven years. The publication works to inspire, inform, and to educate, as well as entertain our readers. There is over 87,000 subscribers. So why don't you go over and join our subscribers today. I'm sure you'll find the content alluring and as well as informative, educational, and inspiring. The other wonderful sponsor I want to mention today is Art and Kinsley Agency. Art and Kinsley Agency is one of the top-notch minority-owned firms uh, in the country providing marketing and public relations for everyone from celebrities to book authors to politicians. And so you can find Art and Kinsley by visiting their website at com. Look up A-A-R-T and K-I-N-G-S-L-Y. LLC, and you'll find their website. It's actually an amazing. Uh, they're also on social media, too, so you can find their Facebook page at Art and Kinsley. I hope that you get a chance to go over and visit with them. They're one of the top-notch minority firms in the country. Uh, working with Art and Kinsley has been a phenomenal uh, experience. And so today's topic is just kind of discussing owning your own uh owning your own space and mastering your craft. A lot of times when you find your life going in directions that you're not really sure of, and then we jump on social media, right? And we find other people doing something we think we desire to do, right? I know this for a fact because when I first started college at Marquette University, I thought I wanted to be a psychologist and working in the mental health field, right? I thought. After four years of actually going through the education and mastering that particular field in my education, I decided that after graduation, this isn't what I want to do. So I had to enroll back in college, go to the School of Communication, and say, this is what I want to do. So in that wonderful world, um, I found out that the part of consumer psychology was part of what I needed to learn in order to get to the point where I am today. And my study or my specialty is in consumer psyche, so consumer psyche, understanding consumers, basically. And so understanding consumers led to public relations. It, read, it led me to mastering marketing and graphic design work and things of that nature because you understand exactly what the consumer is looking for and you put that kind of um, construction together for campaigns for clients. And so for clients, that's kind of what I've done for many years is to really master understanding the consumer psyche and developing campaigns that would lure clients or motivated consumers to buy from my clients. So that's something that, you know, is near and dear to my heart. And so um, 
I know at times it's tempting to uh, want to run to the front of the line, right? So you get people get an opportunity uh, to be around people who have mastered their craft, and they just want to take it and run with it and run to the front of the line. But they miss the big part. They miss the really big part about working with people who are masters in their craft is the part that they spent years developing and honing in on their skills and their artistry or their 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 industry. And that piece is because we live in a virtual society that everybody wants everything in nanoseconds. You want to cook in nanoseconds, so you cook in the microwave. You want to have, you know, a you want to have popularity, so you post and post and post all over social media, and you want that to grow in nanoseconds from likes, right? And so you want to be discovered. We want to be known. We want to be in the, you know, in the midst of all of that's going on, not understanding that one piece that really creates legacy is time. But then time that you're wasting tracking down and duplicating the efforts of originators is the time that you could have been spending reading, honing in on your skills, mastering what it is that you want to do. Because innately we all came here with a purpose. God designed you with a purpose, and he provided you with the gifts to be able to survive. None of us came here without that, right? And so when you have the ability to hone in on that, it does take one thing that I can tell you that any skilled master or journeyman that I've ever met in my lifetime, they built their situation on a stable foundation by mastering their craft, by reading, by by researching, and not searching. Searching is Google. And, and so Google is not a research engine. It's a search engine. So a lot of people will Google their career. They will Google their expertise. But really, truly, you have to be able to sit down and, and read on books from experts who have written on it, who've paved the way, who actually are icons that you should pay homage to. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They just think, oh, she did it. I can do it. But you, you, miss the, you miss the pieces of the bricks that have been laid. So now you're building your foundation on straw. And when you build a foundation on straw, your house will soon to fall because it's a house of cards and foolery. It's not built on anything other than somebody on, on your perception of somebody else's origination and then your duplication of it. And, and a lot of times when you have no, no core, or no substance in that piece and in that product, the product falls apart. And so that's kind of the the consumer psyche looking back at companies, and you see companies that are straw, built on straw, and not on a solid foundation. You won't see the authentication. You don't see that they that company can't teach me anything or that company can't um, sustain. You know what I'm saying? So people, so actual consumers who are out here today are very, are very, very savvy consumers. So, and with all that has happened, let's just use my consumer psyche for just a second with coronavirus and with the president and all of these things. Consumers are waking up feeling bamboozled and taken advantage of 
And then right before that, let's say we had 10 years ago, we were looking at the banking industry and mortgage and real estate. It took advantage of consumers. Consumers have literally been abused by companies that have evolved and really dismantled their belief system, which you grew up on, the American dream. You buy a house, you buy a car, everybody's innocent, and these people who work in government can't defraud you, and the bank can't defraud you, and there's laws against that, and there's this against that. And then when you find out that the laws have been manipulated to be in the favor of people who are wealthy, you start to design in, the, in your head, oh, wait a minute, I live in a monarchy that really doesn't care about me. Um, because I am not either wealthy or I'm not such and such, right? So now, then that consumer feels so, you know, um, victimized that they're now taking precaution to see if you are who you say you are um, because we're learning that people can build companies overnight and brands on social media and on Facebook. And, of course, some of those wonderful programs that have become applications or software or tech products are, are valid systems as long as they work. But I just recently started to buy tech products from a company and um, software solutions, right? And these are companies that kind of like overnight, boom, make millions of dollars and become IP, get an IPO and become publicly traded in the first year. Well, I bought these software systems, and I've been sitting here disputing and disputing the payments because the softwares were fraudulently put together garbage, and I'm like, wow, it's just taking advantage of the consumer. So I've spent about $300 on this. And so I looked at it and said, how did this make me feel after paying $300 worth of my money that I've worked hard? Um, I do 16 hours every day. And was this worth it, and what should I say about this company? Well, I, I really need to put this company on blast so that other consumers don't go through the same situation that I went through because that situation that I went through was such a hard, you know, disheartening situation. And in it, and it, I found several things that I found in the legal structure um, when I worked in um, forensic audits with mortgages is that, these companies bait you to buy product, and they, they get you in, and then they keep on dropping all of these, you know, uh, carrots, and, and, and you're chasing the cheese, and you're chasing the cheese, and you're never getting anything but the distracted, and to your credit card they go, and then you get the misleading product that is watered down, and in order to get the actual um, benefit that could create this check that they showed you. So they show you these checks. They show you these checks and they say, hey, listen, I made $20,000. I made $13,000. And you're chasing the cheese. You're chasing the cheese. And you're just never getting there because you have to upgrade the software. So you got to upgrade the software for $41. Oh, wait a minute. We got another upgrade for another $30. So they're steady just milking you and milking you. And you're like, what the heck did I just get into? So these people that, that so here it is. So the consumer has done all of this, been through it all. Some of us have different stories. Some of us have more even horrific stories. But these are just, you know, small samples of what I'm trying to show people that it's so time for people in, in this season 
to become more authentic in your craft, in your mastery, in your purpose. Because at the end of the day, consumers can look right through it, and they will investigate. They're going to investigate, is this a non-essential, is it an essential? They're going to investigate, is this person real, or is it somebody else that's just coming along to take advantage of people um, because I need the services of this particular type of group, like SEO people and web developers. You're finding out that a lot of web developers made up a bunch of, you know, information or said it, you know, kind of gave you the high-end prices because you didn't know how to do it. You didn't go to school for that. Maybe you have a bakery shop and you went to school for baking. You didn't go to school for building out websites. So you trust and believe the expert knows what he knows and that the service that they provide because there's a supply and demand that $1,500, $2,000 is pretty much the average cost of it, right? So you pay for it. But then you have these wonderful people who are duplicators of originators who have come out of social media and virtual lifestyles. And it's really sad to see that they're here today and they're taking over. They are a mass of numbers, of new entrepreneurs who are totally written by following the Carlton Sheets method of doing business. No education down, no talent taken, no time given. But today I'm an expert because I hijacked somebody else's platform and I am going to be them. And they said, and, and I studied under them for two days, and I know it all. And that is the worst thing ever to have to endure and see people have to go through. And you look at it and you say, this is this, you know, an irony of it all is that the house of straw that they're building will soon fall. Because you can only get so far with something that is not built on substance. And that's why when I'm around people, I, I try and encourage those individuals who come into my company to study, to not search Google, but to start searching books and information and studying under other experts in this arena. Start looking for scholarly articles and reading those articles to understand the deposition of, um, of advertisement. Where is the market going? Understand the market. Understand how people talk. Understand the dialogue, the connotative and the denotation of talk and in terms of how do you speak to people in the advertisement industry. A lot of times when people would come back to me and say, Tam, how should I say it? And uh, what are some of the key words? It's because they didn't study and they're not willing to study. They just want you to give them everything so that they can succeed at something. But to give you something means you didn't earn it. So it doesn't apply to the rest of your life. When you sit down and you study, that's why education is so important, because people who go to college, they appreciate information more so than people who didn't. Because you know if you went to college and you got to those exams and you didn't pass or if your GPA started dropping, oh, you had to kick butt and study at the, you know, study, oh, you know, with candlelight sometimes and just, oh, just repetitively crash study and things of that nature. So you took into consideration all of your hard work as a doctorate or a master's or earning your PhD, you know, your um 
earning just a, a bachelor's, you know what I'm saying? It took time for somebody to do that, and it took effort, and you earned that stay when you hit that stage. But when you come into businesses today and you have this MLM attitude where, okay, what's the product? All right, then you run out and you start telling everybody, oh, the product is this. But you have no clue what the product truly is. You're just running and, okay, give me five buzzwords, and then you run, and you just go do it. You, you don't get anywhere doing that in life. And, and then those same individuals will look at it, and they think because they so easily got the one, two, three, that they can duplicate the efforts of the originator. So then they'll start another platform and then another platform, then another platform, and then another platform. And then they ask themselves, why am I failing? Because you haven't originated anything. You've been duplicating the efforts of others for so long, you've lost who you truly are. And you didn't stay in your lane. So I know for a fact I wouldn't probably be good at you know, um, fixing cars because that's just something I'm not doing. I wouldn't be good at doing anything with my hands other than typing on a computer um, and possibly a few other things. But I decided in my life that my talent is to be a writer, a journalist, um, you know, the journalist of the year. You know, that's who I want to be. And, um, and promoting media. You know, I've always loved Oprah. I grew up wanting to be Jerry Maguire, and then the fight in me, um, I, I always seen Shirley Chisholm and, and other fighters as as a mirror of what my success looks like, you know what I'm saying? So I've worked my way up over 20-something years. Now, I'm in my 24th year in business ownership, and I can tell you that when you're a real in, in entrepreneurship, you're going to have, you're going to continue to keep creating streams of income and you're going to originate those thoughts. And then you study those thoughts and you master them. And then you put those things out there and you create and generate an income from it. If something does not fit with you, even as you go through life, you, it just falls off. Things happen in seasons. And even in business, it's very seasonal. You know, um, so I encourage people who um, desire to be seen, have some worth and value for what people will see by studying your craft, by mastering it, but also by making sure you identify your self-worth and your, your self-identification by what your truest gifts are. So you, 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 can't, you can't come out and be a publisher because you've seen somebody else publish if that's not your purpose. Maybe your purpose is being a noble peace, you know, journalist or noble, um, you know, one of the best or, you know, a Huffington Post or Times Magazine writer. Those may, so it does not always fall that I'm going to be the owner of the company. It may be that I'm going to be the best in the company. It may be that I am going, but you have to work there. And I think people keep on missing 
the real groundwork of success is time. And most people waste their time trying to duplicate other people's efforts that they never take the time to work on their own. So there's that piece of confusion that keeps them in isolation and on this hamster wheel. They're steady running around. And Gandhi says that um, until you figure this piece out, life will be like a revolving door. You'll keep going around and around in circles. And you'll never feel the fulfillment of life. You'll never feel like, oh, I've done it all. I fulfilled it all. And I'm ready to go, you know, if today was my last day, I'd be happy with all of the things that I did because I left a legacy for my family because I acted on what I was put here to do. So I think that that's something that people have to take into consideration when we're trying to Figure out what that is, what that is. You know, what do you like to do? I like to bake cakes. Well, be the best bake caker there is. I like to run marathons, find every marathon in the country and run them. Whatever that is, if you desire it and that is your passion, then be the best at it. But find out what does it take to run a marathon. What kind of food should I start eating to store up enough energy in the body so that my heart rate will be up to par so that I can run the complete race? You have to study whatever that is. I once did jokes, but I would do the jokes off the top of my head, and I never would sit down and write out my show. And I, I disclosed that to my mentor at the time in comedy that I wasn't doing that. And he said, Pam, you have to do that. You cannot continue to do comedy and not master your craft. You have to sit down and write it. But I thought, I'm just funny because I'm funny, because that's what I am, and that's what I want to do, and da 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 right? So I would just, I, I kept doing it. And then I made it to BET Comic View, and when I was on stage, at the Orphan Theater in New Orleans, I thought, wow, I came to a place where some of the greatest have stood on. And after that show, I thought, I'm going to start writing. And I didn't do that. I didn't start writing. I started to realize I'm not writing because this isn't the end of this chapter for me in life. This was just one of the chapters added to my life and the truest the truest me is going on to the next level i don't want to be the comic i don't want to just be funny i also want to own some of the business and i want to be in the business of entertainment i want to be in the business of i want to be in the industry but i want ownership in the industry in some shape and form so then I had to figure out what is that, that piece. And leaving the comedy stage didn't mean that I couldn't be funny in other parts of my life as a publicist, as a publisher of a magazine. I, I, I could still continue to be funny. But that stage wasn't my last stage I was going to stand on. So what that means is that sometimes you have to trust that your inner gut, when you know 
that this this part right here that I'm going through as a comedian was a season. The part that you're going through right now may just be a season. And in that season, you should own it and earn it by studying it and mastering it so that when the next season comes, whether you're going to take this situation over into it, you'll be better, you'll be greater, you'll be bigger. But until you master anything in life, I believe that you're building a straw house and it's soon to fail. And that house of cards will be made out of jokers. And this is a lot of wasted time. So I think that ultimately people who lack an interest in, interest in reading and applying what they have read are less likely to make it pass go. Truth be told, you're building a straw house. And I believe wholeheartedly your house of cards will soon fail. And that's the problem with today's virtual society. People want things in nanoseconds that people have worked for for years and decades building. And we have to get back to that. And I think that the authentication of that shows in your brand and that consumers are looking for those individuals who talk about legacy, who appreciate family, and who are willing to be transparent and transpose that their information is empirical data supported by findings and truth. I hope that I have been helped to someone today um, and that you continue to keep thriving in your area, but also figure out who I am, why I am, and who I am in order to live in your now. Because today, we have virtually all been changed. COVID-19 altered the world that we once all knew. Welcome to the new world. Welcome to being virtually you. This is your girl, Tam, and as always, sending love, cheers, all the smiles in the world to you right now. I don't know where you're at, but good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. Um, you can find Exposure at exposure-magazine.com. You can also email me at tl at rlassc.com. I really appreciate it and look forward to one day speaking on your platform. Have a blessed and positive day. You deserve it. <laughs>